0: all right everyone welcome back to another episode of the sit down community podcast i am so excited to have angel with us today talking on the faithfulness of god and having faith-filled moments uh, where it's really easy to be faithless and not believe that he's there so with that i'm gonna let her introduce herself give a little background and then head into her testimony
1: yeah so hi everyone i'm angel I am currently doing like 50,000 million things. I am in school. I go to Fuller in California and I'm working on a double masters that we're almost finished with. I have a 2-year-old and I'm getting ready to have another baby in a short 9 weeks. Um I'm also a full-time worker and you know, I'm just I think I'm just at that point in life where I'm doing a little bit of everything, just a little dabbling and Trying to get it going. And I'm really excited to do this with Stephanie. I thought this was really cool that this is something that she's working on in this season of her life. So I'm really excited about that. Um, And I'm excited for what we're going to talk about tonight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So awesome. Um, Why don't we start? Um, and just really dive into what are some seasons you've had in the last couple of years, um, where it really required you to lean into faith. Um, and how did you do that? I think sometimes it's really easiest, easy for us to assume, like, um, like even I was thinking the other day, someone told me they're like, you know, you, Would never know that Stephanie is going through a struggle because, and I thought to myself, I'm like, I wish they knew everything I went through, you know, um, in the last few years, good and bad, all really shaping moments. But I think, um, I think they're really pivotal in terms of, having testimonies that show the faithfulness of not only God's people, but also God of when we're in those struggles, whether people know about it or not, there's so many things going on that could detract us from the Lord and detract us from faithfulness and really take us off course. So what are just some moments where, um, God's really shown up for you and and you've really had the discipline of, of choosing faith instead of walking away.
1: Yeah. So for me personally, I think I kind of get that same rap that you have that like, oh, Angel's doing great. Angel's life is going well. Angel, you're so strong. You're always, you're always pushing through and you keep going and you never give up. Like, I don't know if I could do that, you know? And for me, I think like also that people don't realize when I'm in those seasons, I've developed such a, I'm strong mantra that I have to like remind myself it's okay not to be okay. And to let God work and like, let him move through me and let him know, like, it's okay to feel this way. But like, I just even think back, like maybe five and a half years ago, like right before we graduated college, like, Mm -hmm. like I started a whole, what I would say are (laughs) downward trials that lead to great faithfulness, like great Mm -hmm. moments where God has really showed up for me. Like our last year of school I just remember like struggling so much with like just anxiety and panic attacks which I'm sure like most of us struggle with but it's it's like such a shameful concept like we have this idea that we can't talk about it we it's hard for us to get help I remember like just being there and be like I'm I'm not going to talk to someone like I don't need them to know this but like mm. just through that season I didn't realize that God was training me to be ready for other things that would be way more impactful that mm-hmm. I would feel like I was broken but like in those moments you know when you're having a panic attack and you work yourself up and you get there and you don't you can't calm down and you're yeah. like oh, what what's going on like those were the moments where I I would start where I would say I first started like really relying on God and being like hey Jesus, I can't do this without you. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm dying. I've went to the hospital. They're telling me you're not dying. You're breathing. Mm-hmm. You have hundred percent oxygen. Like God, what's going on? Like show up for me now. Like m- let's pray, you know? And like, even back then, I wouldn't say that I was a, a fervent prayer warrior or <laughs> like yeah. pray these immaculate prayers. It would be simple things like God, let me live God. I need air. God, you're the only one that can help me breathe what's going on. God, calm me. You know, just simple things that I would start saying that grew from there. And like, I was like, oh, you know, once I got that under control, you know, you feel like great. God has showed up for me, this panic attack. Now he showed up for me next panic attack. Well, now it's, you know, the end of the year and these panic attacks aren't as like passionate. They don't feel like they come on as strong. It feels like I can shut them down right away. Like Jesus, stop this now. Mm-hmm. And it stops, like, it just feels like, you know, when you speak, God answers, it's just immediate, like it stops. So I'm like, Oh, great. I've overcome this. Life's going to be smooth selling. We're graduating from school. We're going to have great careers and go to grad school and everything's going to be amazing. And mm-hmm. I just remember that summer, um, uh, my grandma was in like, uh, my grandma raised me. And so like my whole life, and she was in the process of moving and she got really sick again. And I remember her, um, Like she either had, she broke something and it ended up, she ended up in one of like the homes where they take care of you, like the rehab homes. And then it got to the point where like, they had to amputate her legs and just Mm. all these things that I was like, God, this is so strange, you know, but like, I just remember being in that like last couple of weeks and like, it was summer and I was like, I have nowhere to go. Like, I don't know where I'm going to live. And it was a scary thought because most of my friends were like, yeah, I'm going home to my parents (laughs) until I find something to do. And I was like, I don't really have anywhere to go, you know, like there's nothing like set in stone for me to go to. And I just remember during that season, like praying, like, okay, God, what can I do? Like, where can I go? Um, How will I live? And so for a while, um, I like actually like hopped around to different houses and stayed with people. And Mm -hmm. um, I did that. And I was very blessed that God provided. And one of my friends actually had an on-campus apartment still, because they were finishing up some classes and they were like, well, just stay here. I rarely, I rarely stay here. Come stay here, you know, use my space, yeah. like be in my, be in my area. And I'm like, okay, great. So then again, it was one of those things where I just, it felt like a faithless situation. Like, God, I don't, I don't see any hope. I, I don't have any renter's history. I don't have any jobs. Like I don't see any hope, but it was like, okay, I'm getting back on track. You've provided, thank you for providing this housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I in no way want people to think, cause I know people think, like, oh, it's because she's so faithful. That's why she just keeps getting things provided to her. Because in a lot of these times I was like on the brink of tears every day. Like,
0: Mm -hmm. God, I don't know
1: if you're there, you need to do something. You know, it wasn't me being like, yes, God, I know you're going to provide. It was me being like, if you're, if you're as faithful as you say you are, if you could do all these miracles, make a miracle happen for me right now. You know, like it was Mm -hmm. one of those things. I would say like during that season of my life, I was a Thank you, God. After person, like, thank you for Mm. making that happen. I didn't believe it was going to happen, but thank you that you made it happen. You know, and so like, it just like that season just felt like problem after problem for me. And so then, like, coming back, so I talked about how my grandmother was like really sick. So she ended up um, passing away out of nowhere. Like, Mm -hmm. I just remember I was actually with Stephanie. We were we were actually like on a weekend, like on like a bachelorette weekend for one of our friends and. I remember something like just fell off and my grandma was actually like, yeah, I don't feel that great and stuff, but you know, she hadn't been feeling great. So I didn't really pay attention to it. And like the last morning I remember us being there, she was like, yeah, I don't feel great. They're going to take me to the hospital. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'll talk with you later. You know, we don't think anything about it. Like, love you. Bye. We'll chat later. Um, And I just remember like someone telling me like, yeah, she's not doing well. Something's not right. Like something's off, you know? And I just remember like the whole way there, I was just like, okay, well, you know, everything's probably fine. Life goes on. Like, let's just have a good time. I'm going to go home anyway right now. Everything's going to be great. And I just remember like them being like, well, she's in a coma. And then at first it was like, oh, it's a medically induced coma. So it's fine. And then it was like, no, she's like mm-hmm. unconscious. Like something yeah. like, there's low brain activity, There's, you know? And for weeks I sat in that space of like, okay, God, you're going to do miracles. You're going to do miracles right now. And, um, for me, I know, I know for a lot of people that wouldn't seem like a, like a moment where you would be faithless or where you would be struggling. But for me, it felt like, oh, I've lost a parent before and I'm losing another one. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to deal with that. And it's not something like I'm I'm like prepared for, you know? And even Mm -hmm. when I, like, even when I lost my mom, when I was younger, my grandma had always taken care of me. Since yeah. my mom had me so young so it was more like oh this sucks it's hard but it's not it's not as hard as what could be to come yeah and so I just remember in those weeks just feeling like there was no way to escape like there was nothing to do and um I just fell into like a really really bad place like a, a deep depression and I was and I just remember every day my prayer was like God you do miracles you can do things you you can change things everything's going to be okay you know like, make this happen. Like, and my grandma was a very like faithful person in my later years. So I was like, oh, she's yeah. faithful. Gotta heal her. You know, we always think God's healing is a, is a body natural healing. And sometimes, you know, it's a supernatural thing that, that we won't experience here. And yeah. I just remember like the day that we um had to go to the hospital and unplug all the things. And I was like, it just felt like I was in a daze. And I was like, God, I just need you to be with me today because yeah. I don't I don't feel right. I feel like you know how you feel attached from the enemy already. Like you like, yeah, my spirit feels uneasy. I feel like I'm getting out of character. There were things that happened that day or things that I did that were not like of me. And I'm in no way saying I'm a hundred percent great faithful person, but there was there were just things that were like I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is out of character. We do not act like this, we do not present ourselves in this way. What is going on? But in that moment, I just I didn't know. And I think I would say I went through like this maybe like a couple day period where I was like, okay, God, I, I don't know if you're real anymore. You know, like, are mm-hmm. you real? Yeah. Are you real? And it wasn't, and, and I know for a lot of people, a couple of days isn't a, a, a long time. And even for myself, I just remember being younger and when my mom passed away, you know, like. I, I felt that way when people are like, you got to pray. And I asked him to to save her and he did. And I was like, well, you're not real. You're not, you know, something, but this was like a, like a long rebellious period, but this was like three days. And I just remember on the third day I woke up and I was like, this is real. This is okay. Mm. She's with God and let's, and let's work on something, you know, and, and, in that whole time, like that whole summer of just like being in that grief stricken period, I just remember every day praying like, God, I know this is your will. Mm. I, I don't know how to accept it, but I know this is your will. What can I do to grow? What is this supposed to teach me? How, how am I, is it supposed to like, how am I supposed to get closer to you? Cause right now I want to run. So what can I do? Like, how can, how can we, how can we come together and, even in that time where I felt like I was like the most faithless person and showed little effort, God continued to provide. He was like, Hey, yeah. you know, let's, let's go to school. Let's do this. Like you can't stop. Like let's, mm-hmm. let's connect with other people who you can grow close with. Let's
0: yeah.
1: let me remind you that you're not alone. Cause I think in that season for me, like it stemmed out of feeling alone. I felt, alone a lot in life. And I think that was coming, all those fears were coming back. Like I'm alone. I have no community. Mm -hmm. There's no one who cares about me. Like I have family, but it's not the same connection, you know, that I I grew or like, who is going to take care of me? Who do I run to now? If something's wrong, I don't. So God, you know, I can only run to you. And I think that's just what I realized in that moment. Like, God, let's, I can run to you. Let's, I'm going to fall into your arms. You're going to make new community for me. I'm going to be okay. Like, things are going to move on. And I think like during that time, I just, I put on this persona of like, I'm okay. Life's fine. I'm living life. Like even to my, even to my spouse, like I I was telling him like, life's great. I feel good. I'm not sad. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I'm living life. And, and I just remember like every night being broken, like, wow, gotta do this again. So every morning I woke up same thing. God, how can I be close to you when I don't want to (laughs) be? Just bring me closer, bring me closer, you know? And I just think like as time went on, my faith grew. So like it would be more, it'd be more or less of God, I don't want to be by you. It'd be God, I need you. Yeah. God, I need you. Let's do something. God, I need you. Let's do something. And you would think that would be enough for one person. You think God'd be like, that's enough. But then it'd be like, okay, you know, this year things are going like a little bit okay and then it's like great your apartment catches on fire <laughs> and you're like
0: yeah. oh oh my gosh um, I just remember when that happened
1: yeah I just I just remember like oh, wow. being in that situation again and so my apartment caught on fire like literally maybe two weeks after I had given birth and the university had no available apartments because it was when a new year was starting and they were like we don't really know what we can do for you right now like we can try to just keep you on a list and hopefully someone will graduate and then we'll find you somewhere else. And Mm. that just wasn't a reasonable thing for me to do at that time. And so luckily I had some family in Kansas and they were like, hey, you can come stay with us. And I'm like, in Kansas? No, you know, we're talking to a person who has never been out of Southern California for more than six months. So I was like, doesn't it snow there? Um, Is it cold? Oh, I heard those people in the Midwest are a little different. Like, what's like, what are we doing? You know, like, so but in that moment, I just remember being like, Hey God, like, I need you. I know I need you. You've been providing, I know you're going to provide. So let's, let's just get it going. And I mean, now looking back and that being like two and a half, three years ago, I just feel like God has put me exactly where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just feel like I haven't, I have in no way arrived at where I need to be. Or, you know, it's not like the trials have stopped coming in my life. I still have trials. It's not like, oh, they're not as intense. I think they're just evolving. Like the intensity is evolving into more, you know, how people say like, God won't put more on you than you can handle. And we don't believe it, but it's true. It's just, it's just a different evolution of something. And now I feel like when something stresses me out, I might have a five minute cry session Mm -hmm. I might feel like, hmm, what should I do? But I no longer feel hopeless or feel like I'm losing my faith. I feel like, God, I need to be with you. God, you have provided before. You will provide again what you've done for them. You can do for me. So I know you're going to come through. It just, I feel like it's a whole different outlook. And I feel like part of being like faithful when you want to be so faithless is having like this outlook, this optimistic outlook, you have to be ready to accept what God is going to give you. He's not going to just give you something that you can't handle. So if you can't accept Mm. his blessing or his miracle or, or his change, he can't just give it to you. You know? Um, I feel like, like right now, for example, there's times where I'm like, uh, financially God, I'm not where I want to be yet like at this point in my life, at this age, I thought I would be, I'm sure like a lot of us in this age group, I thought I would be further <laughs> ahead in life. Yeah. Like, I went to this great college. I'm in grad school. I'm to, like, I thought I would be a lot further ahead in life financially. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, in those moments, I'm like, well, maybe God won't give that to me because he knows I'm going to act a fool. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's just be real. You know, like, it's like, God, you provide So I know you're going to provide and you'll provide again. But what, like, What I have to be open and willing to believe that he's going to provide. And I think that's something that all of us could really benefit from and work on is like, let's be open and willing to receive what God has for us. He can't just Mm -hmm. give us things we're not open to or things we don't believe. Like, you can look back even in the Bible in the beginning that God only gave miracles if we're being honest to those who believed, like they were yeah. the strongest believers. They believed with a passion, like, yes, I can do this. So I'm going to work it out for you. You know, like, mm-hmm. Oh, if I just touch him, he'll heal me. Like they yeah. were believing out of the world stuff that we'd be like, hmm, I don't know. You know. They were just like yeah. believing. So I feel like that's something we have to reestablish now. Like we have to be like, Hey, I believe this is going to happen. I know God can do this for me. I've yeah. seen him do it. Or, or even those things where you're like, God, I haven't seen it, but I know you and I know you're gonna work it out. Let's, yeah. let's get it together, you know? So I just the season of my life, this last couple years has just felt like trial after trial, but I feel like these trials have like really grown me closer to God and just like really created opportunities for me to show my faith. Um, yeah, and it feels like people are feeling it. So, you know, like. I am happy to be a vessel through which God is showing what he can do and showing like people yeah. can go through this and they can come out over here. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in telling people like what he did for one person he can do for another person. You just have to. Yeah. Keep going. So yeah. um, I feel blessed. I'm blessed now. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. That's so good. Angel. I think it's important to note, like, just as you were talking, that was so powerful. And I think there's this misconception that faithfulness looks like you're a hundred percent bought in. Like, you know, it's going to happen. It's so good. And it's those moments where you literally feel like you couldn't get any lower. And you say to God, like, I am going to be faithful to you no matter what, because even though I don't believe it, in this moment, I know you're going to prove me wrong. Like, I can't wait for you to prove me wrong, God, that this is possible, that you're able, that you can do it. And I think there's also a misconception of like joy and mourning can exist together in the same space. And I just want to speak over those of you listening who are experiencing that of maybe you have just the loss of, uh, I don't want to say just like the loss of identity identity with who you are, of feeling like you're walking in a season where, um, you know, you feel like who you used to be doesn't exist anymore, who you want to be doesn't exist yet either. So you're in that middle ground or you've lost a loved one, or you lost someone even at work through COVID or you lost um, just whatever it is. There's so much loss and grief, but there's also joy in that. And one of the, my favorite lines to this worship song is you teach me how to dance on my disappointment. And I think for me, grief is a source of disappointment of like, I want to be happy and joyful, but I also have this deep well of like disappointment of loss. And so I think between those two, of like faithful doesn't have to look like you're always putting on this happy face and it's so good like sometimes you're literally sobbing every day like last night I'm watching a TV show and I literally just started sobbing I'm like what on earth you know and so I think it's just those moments where we can have these real conversations where we can say, hey, five years ago, my faith didn't have the expectation that God would pull through. And I knew that it was, I hope, or show me you're actually there, God. And so I just want to encourage uh, and just edify those of you listening in your experience of life is hard. Like there's trials and tribulations and, and suffering and God meets you in that. And he meets you, um, just with Christ suffering, but Christ also shared comfort with us. And so we can share and comfort with each other too. So as we begin wrapping up, um, angel, would you just give us I mean, you've shared already, but can you give us some helpful pieces, like some practical things that we can do in moments where we're feeling hopeless um, to stay faithful, to stay in prayer with the Lord, in the word, whatever the habits may be? What does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. So for me personally um, like I said, I still have those moments now. I just, I yeah. just feel like I'm just at a little bit of a different level of faith. Cause I've grown and evolved over time that I right. just do the like things a little different, but like one of my favorite things I learned, like my first quarter at Fuller that I never learned before, because I, I don't yeah. know, I just felt like where I went to school, they wanted to teach us joyful Christianity, which is that's great, awesome. but that's yeah. not always, what <laughs> right. thinking, you know? so um I I learned about prayers of lament and so Mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm having a really like one of those days where I'm like God I don't know what I'm gonna do I I I don't know like what can I do I write a prayer of lament um something very simple you can google it it's just it's allowing yourself to get on paper or or you can verbally audibly say it like why are you angry and God's okay with that and I think that's Mm -hmm. important for people to God That's is so okay bad. with lament. Like you were mentioning, like, we're not always going to be joyful. Like right. that was the first time someone had opened my eyes to like, especially during, cause that was such a tough time for me. Like you can be angry with God and God can handle that. So mm-hmm. let's, let's get that out. Like yeah. so sometimes it's as simple as me just like in the shower being like, God, today was a tough day. Yeah. I am not happy. I am overwhelmed. Life isn't going the way I thought it should be going. I found out some information that just upset me. I, I don't know how to handle this, but I still love you, but I'm angry with you. You know, like that's okay. God can handle that. So I'm always for prayers of lament. Mm. Another thing I tend to do like in my daily life is I would love to be a better prayer warrior, but like I said, I'm not there yet. I'm not like, you know, there. So some things I tend to do are just quick prayers. So I try to schedule in like five to 10 minutes. I tell people start where you're comfortable. So for me right now in my busy schedule, five to 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes in the morning, when I wake up Mm -hmm. five to 10 minutes in the evening, when I have some downtime, just to pray and be with God, hear from him, all that good stuff. Another practical way, I think to be faithful, you know, when you don't want to be and it's very easy are do a devotional. Devotionals are very, I think, very good for people who are in a time where they don't know how to, you know, know how to make it work. So it's already pre-planned from you. The scriptures are there, the topics are there. And there's one for every stage of life. There's ones for people graduating college. There's one for grief. There's one for new moms, you know? So I think those would be like my top three takeaways. Like make sure you're open to knowing God's okay with you being angry, do some lament, you know, schedule prayer time. Even if it's only a little bit, we don't have to be hour long prayers, you know, just whatever God hears you and make sure you get you a good devotional, to keep you on when you don't feel like you can do any of the other things.
0: Yeah. That's so good. I think even the ebb and flow, I was writing about it today in my journal and I was like, I feel like, you know, in this season, I feel like my prayers, my verbal prayers are slacking. (laughs) And I was like, that's not really true. Like throughout the day I am, you know, really praying, whether it's a sentence or or longer amounts of time, but like my journaling has been huge. Whereas in other seasons, I could barely write a sentence. I was done after that. And even Bible reading, like today I was reading the word and I was like, oh my gosh, i like, wish I could drink this out of a glass, you know? And so really sitting in this ebb and flow of like, it is okay to sit in the tension of like things, not looking how you expected them to be. And it is okay when you're journaling more, you're journaling your prayers more than you're saying them out loud. Like I believe firmly, it's still, you know, it still counts like God still sees it. And so I think it's, it's those habits that you can make a daily um, and sacred part of, of your routine that really change things. So, so good angel. As we wrap up, would you just close us in prayer and, and just bless those listening?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely ready for that. Yeah. God, we come before you today. I know me alone. I haven't I haven't always been the most faithful person and in situations. It's easy to feel like you don't have anything else to give and that your faith is wavering or that you're faithless. Father, just be with those who feel like that right now in this moment. As you have come alongside me and you've helped me grow and help me become more faithful and in your word, bless them as well. Bless them where they are. Let them know that one word is enough that although they may not know, like you're gonna do it, you're still gonna do it. Keep showing up for them even though they're not ready to know you're gonna show up. They're not ready to believe that you're gonna show up. Just keep being there. And Father, I know they'll come around just as I and many others have. Just be with us in this time, be with all those who are listening and let them know that you love them dearly, even when they don't know if they love you or if they're angry or if they're sad and be with them in the joy too. let them know, like, Hey, I rejoice when you rejoice, you know, father, just give everyone what they need in this time. And just let us all know that you recognize faith as small as a mustard seed and you are with us all in your name, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, Angel, thank you so much for being with us on this week's episode. It was such a blessing, and I mean, y'all, her faithfulness is just—I. It's been a testimony for me for years and years since I've known you. So,
1: yeah, thanks you for having to me. Have you I on really here,
0: Absolutely. All right, y'all. We will catch you next week for the next episode.